counts as spontaneity when five minutes ago you were like, I want to do something. Shh, don't tell them that. <laughs> That's not spontaneous. Are we going to get into another argument about the definition of something? Here we go. <laughs> Hi, everyone. My name's Jess. And I'm Paige. And you've joined us on Endeavor. Hi, welcome. Do you want to start with our challenge or with our quote? Ooh, let's... Uh, let's let's start with our challenge. Make a spontaneous decision. Let's, well, ah, challenge. Okay, challenge. Woo! <laughs> Please share. Um, I'm gonna show you mine first because okay. you're the artist and I'm not. So I look like mine looks like an eighth grader, not even an eighth grader, like an eight year old did <laughs> no. this. But um, I ended up doing my mind. Ma- okay, so for those who didn't listen to the last episode, our challenge for this past week was to create a mind map. The idea was to put an idea, your big idea, in the middle of a piece of paper and then branch off to sub-ideas, and this is a method that people use to expand on their creative ideas or just expand on any idea in general. Um, I wanted to do something that was easy to share on the podcast, I guess, so Mm -hmm. I just did Jess's happiness map. And I just did a map. Oh my gosh, bless your soul. (laughs) I did a map of all the things that make me happy. Wow. And, um. Oh! I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk about, I'm not gonna talk about my map just like. Well, I'm gonna talk about the process of making it, I guess. Well, you can share like a couple things on here. Okay, well. Or like your big, okay, so I'm looking at it, and Jess's map is like several different areas then it branches off again into little things so you yeah share this is wonderful yeah, i don't so, know what you're talking okay, about this well, is great okay <laughs> i what i did was um you know i started with you know, what makes me happy there's a big sun in the middle and it branches off into different things that make me happy like dancing makes me happy travel makes me happy uh, my friends make me happy, and then some of the things kind of branch into, like, they share things. Like, if you look at travel and you look at Endeavor, the podcast uh, category, they both lead to us, our friendship oh, page. beautiful. <laughs> You'll see in the upper right corner, there's a subcategory of just everyday things that make me happy. Aww. I'd like to draw attention to the gummy vitamins. I see that. <laughs> you really like your gummy vitamins. Look, I have taken vitamins... <laughs> Since as long as I can remember, so it's kind of just carried over into my adult life, and I only just discovered gummy vitamins. Oh, did you used to take before, the chalky ones? Before I used to take the like the ones that you had to swallow, and they were like they were like big and like Ew. I would like oh it was like terrible. What? So recently I was like you know what I'm just gonna spring for the the gummy vitamins so I don't have to worry about like choking on <laughs> pills. The simple joys in life, not the, choking I, on your vitamins. I can't, I can't explain to you how happy these vitamins make me. The other day I was at work. I was at work in the middle of the day. I take these vitamins at night at dinner. Okay. I was at work in the middle of the day and I was like, man, no matter what happens today, at least I get to take my gummy vitamins when I get home. Your precious they taste little so good. They like- taste like a gummy bear. And I'm like, how do they do that? How do they pack so many multivitamins into this little gummy? <laughs> okay, that's a tangent that I don't know if I want in the podcast. I kind of love it, though. <laughs> it's relatable. Yeah, I, uh, th- yeah, that's my mind map. 
See, my problem was going into this, I immediately wanted to create a list of the things I was going to put on this before drawing the map, which completely goes against the point. Right. You know, you're supposed to just jump into it without planning and just let your creative flow Uh go onto the map. But I just wanted to create a list of all the things that make me happy and then put it on there because I wanted to make it perfect. Oh, Jess. There's my perfectionism coming back. I feel like this is very relevant. (laughs) Halfway through this, I was like, this isn't what I wanted, but this is what came to be when I didn't do any planning ahead of time, so... There you go. I love it. I think it's it's a work of art. All right. Um, are you ready for my mind yes, map, Jess? Yes, it's going to be so much better. <sighs> okay, well, it's not a competition. We all yeah, have I love minds. how you're, like, not, you're not even arguing that it's going to be better. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, everybody's different. It's okay. Did you do the house? I did do the you house. You did? I'm so excited. Oh, it's so precious! (laughs) Yeah, so my mind map is Paige's House of Dreams, and (laughs) it's about my my dream house and what I want to have someday and what I'm working working towards. (laughs) Your dream is to have fabric softener. My dream is to have fabric softener. There's a lot of little things on there that I have been anticipating to put into my house of dreams. I have a wood stove on there. I want to have big windows. I want to have candles in the windows and flower boxes in the windows. I'd love to have an art studio somewhere. I want to have somewhere to put my books. I want old trees. I have a big picture of my dog Carolina on there because she's a big part of my life and I want to build her a house that she can be proud of. (laughs) And I want to give her a nice big fenced-in yard. So I had a blast making this. The way that I made it really, I guess, speaks to who I am because it's just, there's pretty much no... There's no connection. There's no so connections. I'm trying to, there's I'm, no organization. It's not really a map, honey. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a mind collage? A mind collage? I don't know. That works, too. I don't really know what that says about me, but there you go. <laughs> All right, I have several quotes to choose from for today's quote about spontaneity, but I'm going to pick my favorite. Oh, was it a last-minute decision, Jess? I picked it just now. Wow, talk about spontaneous. Because <laughs> I have several of them on my list here. Okay. My list. <laughs> Gosh. Several of them in my notes. Okay. All right, here's the quote that I landed on. If you want to make God laugh, tell him about your plans. Woody Allen. Another version of this is one that our friend Joanna from Listen to Her podcast, she's always saying, God laughs when you make plans. (laughs) Shout out to Joanna. (laughs) (laughs) And that's not to say that, that God's just like making fun of us for making plans, but I like to think about this quote whenever I am frustrated with things not going my way. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it just reminds me God's always got it. <laughs> That's right. And it, it seems kind of pointless for us to make plans a lot of times because, you know, if God wants us to go one way, then he's going to get us there and we don't need to worry about how we're getting there. Okay, so how are we going to start talking about this? 
I feel like we have to establish the definition of spontaneity. Uh, Why don't we first talk about how we chose this topic? All right. Okay. (laughs) So I'm going to tell a story about the time that I kidnapped Paige. (laughs) Uh, It was a Saturday evening, and historically, for the last two and a half years or so, Saturday evenings have been blocked out on my schedule for the most part for dance. But for whatever reason, this particular Saturday, I didn't really feel like going dancing, so I was just scrolling on Facebook looking for events that we could maybe go to, not necessarily that Saturday, but just that we could go to for our podcast. And I remembered that I had seen an event that somebody on my friends list had shared, and it caught my interest, but I hadn't really thought about it at the time. And then Saturday, I realized, oh, well, this event is tonight. I don't really know what I want to do tonight. Why don't I just go to this? So I was going to make this a alone time thing, but this event was in the city in a place I wasn't exactly sure where it was, and I was kind of scared to go by myself. <laughs> you needed backup. So I I thought you, Paige, were tied up that evening with well, another of plans. Right. <laughs> no, because you said it was Sunday night. Oh, yeah, that's right. We had a confusion. Yeah, there was a confusion. <laughs> Uh, so I, I originally didn't ask Paige if she wanted to go with me. I called up my good friend Joanna. Shout I knew, out again. <laughs> I knew that she was free that night. And she was like, I, I told her about the, the event and she was like, she thought about it for a second and said, you know what? Why not? <laughs> Which is what I love about Joanna. So I planned to go to this thing with Joanna and it was about an hour. No, it was like half an hour before I had to leave my house when uh, you messaged me you we we use this video chatting app so you Paige messaged me and I could she was in her kitchen in a t-shirt <laughs> eating asparagus and cheese or something <laughs> that's my typical <laughs> supper <laughs> yeah and I was like I thought you had plans tonight do you I, I'm going out to this thing do you want to come? And I started to explain what, what it was and then I st- I stopped myself mm-hmm. before uh, explaining exactly what we were going to I said you want to go on a mystery trip and Paige was a little scared <laughs> yes. but uh, she eventually said yes having 25 minutes to get ready and I came to her house and I picked her up and we we drove into the city yeah. um, so we ended up going to an improv show which <laughs> I had never been to anything like that except I took an improv class in high school I was always the person who just kind of watched unless I was forced to participate. So we, yeah, we we tried something new on that Saturday. And what was cool about this trip was that it was spontaneous. And it wasn't spontaneous just for Paige, but it was, why are you making that face? It's because, look at the connection. It's a spontaneous trip and improv is like the ultimate spontaneity. Because they come up with it on the fly. It's spontaneous. Wow. (laughs) Double play. (laughs) So what I took from this trip the most was that it was very spontaneous. I decided, you know, an hour and a half or so before it started or before I would have had to leave that I was going, which is very spontaneous for me. Uh, I'm usually a a planner, so I usually know what I'm going to be doing. Uh So it was spontaneous for me, but it was really spontaneous for you because you had 25 minutes to be to be ready for this and I didn't know where we were going and you didn't know where we were going which was extra fun yeah that reminds me of a time in high school it was my birthday and my friends wanted to take me somewhere for my birthday but they wanted it to be a surprise so 
again, I don't think I knew about this until right after we were done with school, and we went out to the parking lot, and they were like, Paige, we're going to take you somewhere for your birthday. And I was like, oh, great. And they were like, here, put this backpack over your head so that you can't see where you're going. So I sat in the back seat of a car with a backpack over my head. <laughs> it seems a little dangerous. Uh, well, I wasn't driving, you see. Someone else was driving. <laughs> I was in the back. I know, but like you could get car sick or something. I was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I was afraid that like the police would pull us over and be like, what is going on here? <laughs> but it was fine, and we ended up at Panera. Panera Bread. <laughs> Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> It was a surprise. It was funny, but that's just made me think of made me think of that this trip that you just kidnapped me and we're like, well, buckle up, here we go. <laughs> no clue where we were going. I want to make the point before I forget that I feel like this wouldn't an hour and a half time to prepare might not be spontaneous to some people, but it was to me. Mm-hmm. So I think that spontaneity is relative Ooh. to who is making the decision. Wow. That is very, very... Yeah. Yeah. To who's making the decision and to what the decision is about. Because Mm -hmm. we were spontaneous with going to Europe last year. We had two months to plan it. Right. And that's pretty spontaneous considering it's a trip to... It's it's, it's an overseas trip. At least for us, because someone who maybe travels for business a lot, if they have to be due in Hong Kong on Friday, they'd be like, well book my ticket there I go mm-hmm. but for us to have two months to prepare to go to London that felt like panic <laughs> get out the notepads and the excel spreadsheets we gotta play them <laughs> so I don't know I, I didn't come prepared with a definition of spontaneity but I think that those are two things that are important to consider uh-huh. in our definition because it depends on what decisions being made spontaneously and it depends on the person because mm-hmm. an hour and a half to prepare to leave to just go to an improv show in the city was pretty spontaneous in my case just because I'm not used to doing that. Right, right. Hmm. So in preparation for this episode today, uh, Jess and I looked at these articles by Leon F. Seltzer from Psychology Today and they're called The Wisdom of Spontaneity five parts, and it was all very interesting. I looked at these articles, and then I kind of came up with what I thought spontaneity is, or being spontaneous, and I kind of landed on taking advantage of an opportunity. That being your definition? I don't like your face. (laughs) Why do you look at me like that? Taking advantage of an opportunity is your definition of spontaneity. That's exactly what we did, like going to Europe. We had an opportunity. We took advantage of it. Okay. Going to the improv thing. So if I get an opportunity today to go to New Zealand in three years, is that still spontaneous? (laughs) Because I got three years to prepare and plan for that trip. You got me. (laughs) (laughs) That argument didn't last long. (laughs) I don't, I, I think I'm struggling with what you were saying that everything is relevant so I don't know how to put a time restraint on it besides saying like taking advantage of an opportunity without being able to give it deep thought maybe does that make yeah, sense yeah like making making a decision without putting a lot of thought into it right 
So then something that this article started talking about was the differences between being spontaneous and being impulsive and how being spontaneous is considered a positive thing and being impulsive is considered negative. So mm. what's the difference? Another thing I want to throw at you. When you think of being spontaneous, for me, I think that there's some sort of risk involved. That it's not a sure bet. I guess I'd agree with that because the more you plan something, the more sure you're going to be about something. Okay. Right. I'm glad we agree. <laughs> You're looking at me like you're just waiting for me to argue with I am. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like both being spontaneous and being impulsive involves some sort of risk, but for some reason being impulsive seems like you're indulging in a risky behavior. Honestly, I think those two things mean the same thing. It's just one has a negative connotation and one doesn't. But why? Do <laughs> Tell me, Jess, what is the answer? I think you started to say it. In, the, the, the word impulse implies that you're, you're making a rash decision or you're making one, like, an a irresponsible decision. Do you think there's such a thing as thoughtful spontaneity? Yeah. I mean, when I decided to go to this improv show the other night, it's not like I did it without putting any thought into it. Right. I think what made it spontaneous was the amount of time in between deciding to go and when I had to actually leave. Because I was still thinking, like, okay, this is where it's at. How am I going to get there safely? It's in the dark. Uh I'm a woman. Gosh. (laughs) Let's not go down that road. (laughs) So I... It's not that I made an impulsive... And here's the other thing. I knew about this event several days in advance. But when I first saw it, I was like, eh, that looks cool, but I probably won't go to it. Uh Uh-huh. And on Saturday, when I was reminded of it, I thought, okay, well, maybe I will go to this. Okay, so that, I feel like, is definitely thoughtful spontaneity, because you had time to think about it, but then whether or not you had to take that leap and go became a spontaneous decision. Yeah. Yeah? I think this is just going to be harder to define than some things, because, like I said, it's relevant to Mm -hmm. who's making the decision and how much time you have, or what the decision is. Right. Because if I had decided to go to Europe in an hour and a half, that would have been an impulsive bad decision. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Yeah. Tricky, tricky. (laughs) Well, what do you think? I don't know what to think. I don't want to (laughs) argue. Why not? That's what makes for good conversation. True, true. Uh, Okay, okay. Here's something else. Okay. In preparation for this podcast, to try to make sure that we wouldn't argue... I brought up a topic with Jess. I said, what about, would you consider the fact that I quit school? I stopped going to college. (laughs) Maybe maybe you should explain that a little bit more. (laughs) Okay. So I asked Jess if she would consider the fact that I dropped out of college as a spontaneous decision. And your first inclination was no. Well, let me get the facts straight. Okay, Okay. so you were originally going to be in school to get your master's. Right. And you got to your bachelor's and you had one year to go, but Mm -hmm. you decided you weren't going to do that last year. Right. How much time did it take you to make that decision? Like, when, like, between the time where you first were like, maybe I'll quit school, and the time where you actually quit school, how much time was there in between? It was, like, probably a month. I wouldn't call that spontaneous. No? 
Mm -mm. But, like, when I went into school, I had all the intentions of going for five years. Yeah, but you still put a lot of, you still put a month's worth of thought and, I'd imagine, prayer into this decision. Right. Okay. Hmm. Okay. I feel like part of my definition of spontaneity is that you might go into something You might be going down one path and then spontaneously jumping off onto another path. Right, but I think think that it it has everything to do with how much time it takes you to make that decision. So you think that everything must be related to time? Let me look at something. Okay, so Oxford's definition of spontaneous is performed or occurring as a result of a sudden inner impulse or inclination and without premeditation or external stimulus. Okay, there's like several interesting things there. What I'm what I'm zeroing in on is without premeditation. Mhm. So, you thought about it for a while. Yeah. If you had decided, "Hey, I'm going to quit college," and then the next day dropped out, I I'd, I'd call that spontaneous. Right. I feel like it I still feel like the intentionality <laughs> is a component. Maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. I also think it's very interesting that in that definition, it uses impulse, right? Sudden inner impulse or inclination. So they're using the word impulse to define spontaneity. Whoa. What's the definition of impulse? (laughs) Jeez, a spontaneous decision. (laughs) (laughs) A sudden, strong, and unreflective urge or desire to act. So what's the difference? I think that you get an impulse, and then your act on that impulse is the spontaneous act. Okay. So in order to have a spontaneous decision, you have to have an impulse, but you can have an impulse without being spontaneous. Right. But there still is that positive and negative connotation. There is. But I, yeah, I think, I think that's what it is. Spontaneous is actually putting that impulse into action. But once it becomes spontaneous, then it's a positive thing. Like, wow, look at that girl. She's so spontaneous. And woo, wish I could be like that. And then, oh, look at that impulsive girl over there just screwing everything up. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, don't ask me to explain connotations, negative and positive. (laughs) I just find that fascinating that they're both basically the same definition and they're in each other's definition, but there's such a different connotation to each of them. Mm -hmm. Fascinating. Okay, part four of this article talks about the relationship between spontaneity and creativity, which is interesting because we just argued about creativity last episode. <laughs> uh-huh. So I'm going to take... Can we also just... Can I pop in and say that we argued... That argument went on for like a day or yeah, two or we more. We had off-air arguments. I, we, like I mentioned, we have a... We, we talk over a video chatting app... And I was driving one day, <laughs> just like ranting in my car to Paige. <laughs> and then I, I like clapped back. I was like, no. <laughs> you said to me, you were like, I feel like you just refused to accept my, my opinion. And I was just like, Paige, we just have different opinions. What do you mean? Well, no, because here we go. Because I feel like I agree with you, but you just don't agree with me. But we have separate opinions. How can we both agree with each other? I don't know. Listen, folks. Paige thinks that creativity is everything. Like, 
going and <laughs> what was your example learning to do a cartwheel if I learned if I go and I do a cartwheel that's being creative yes I feel like I can argue this because you're you're using a part of you that you don't usually use or a part of you that you didn't use before you're stretching yourself <sighs> do we I don't think we I, want we to can't. put this we, we don't want to put this into the podcast <laughs> back to spontaneity okay look PhD, sir, Leon Seltzer PhD says basically that you have to be spontaneous to be creative. It says it really doesn't matter whether we're talking about the creator being engaged in literature, painting, architecture, sculpture, music, no, 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 no. The key point to be made here is that the act of creation has something essential to do with both spontaneity and inspiration. And in some ways, these two states of consciousness may be inseparable for each of them involves newness or freshness, or as we might put it in today's parlance, thinking outside the box. Regardless of how much planning or thought may have gone into a work's preparation, its actual execution must be somewhat thoughtless, in the sense that creation, in the very process of being born, must somehow manage to transcend the creator. So he's basically saying you have to be spontaneous to make creative decisions. And I don't know that I agree with this. I don't, I don't, he's... Do we agree on something? I think we do agree. We agree that we disagree with this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's got a PhD, so we got to be careful. (laughs) (laughs) And we're we're just a couple of schmucks. (laughs) (laughs) But listen, like... If I plan out my book or I plan out how I want to do my painting yeah. and it's creative, like that, that, I mean. I don't like what he's saying. He's saying, yeah. like, if you're planning a work of art, then it's not He's creative. saying that you have to be thoughtless to be creative, and I don't like that. I don't like think that. that's true at all. Uh-uh. No. No, sir. I love this. We totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because if I would sit down and start to draw with absolutely no intention even just like how you draw like a line or if I'm just like whoop like <laughs> with no intention of where I'm placing like lines and colors I mean unless you want to make abstract art for everything like it's not going to look like anything he also gives the example of in writing where you you start a book or a novel and your your characters start to take on a life of their own and they kind of they kind of take themselves in their own direction. I'm not... Uh, I've, I've heard that before, and as much as I want to think that my characters are real, they're, they're, they're not. They're imaginary. <laughs> like, do authors know this? <laughs> like, you, you are the one at the computer or at the notebook writing whatever's going on. I understand what they're saying, that you should let your work of art take on a life of its own, but I still feel like you're the one at the steering wheel and you're, you gotta be, you have to have some level of control, mm-hmm. or else there's gonna be no intentionality. Okay, good. So we don't agree with that. I'm glad <laughs> to know that we are not arguing on that point, because I was about to be like... <laughs> <laughs> so I've mentioned before that I'm a planner, so I would love to be a spontaneous type of a person, but it takes a lot of effort. <laughs> um, so when we when we... Anytime we go on a trip anywhere, a vacation or anything, I feel like I need to plan out everything. Mm -hmm. And the biggest reason behind that is because I don't, I want to make the most of my time and make sure I see as much as possible Mm -hmm. um, that we, you know, I get to see everything that I want to see, that I don't miss anything. 
but I also I know that there is a lot of fun in making spontaneous decisions. So I feel like when I do trips, I have to plan, I have to schedule time to be spontaneous. Oh my gosh. Like when we went to Europe last year, our last full day there, we didn't plan. Right. And that was cool because we just kind of made a, a, I would say a spontaneous decision. We made a decision the night before that we were going to go to the cliffs of Dover. Yeah. And that ended up being a really good decision. Yeah. It was my favorite part of our whole trip. <laughs> and then there were spontaneous wild ponies. Yay! It was the best. And then in Colmar, when we went to Colmar, France, we had a lot of time to just walk around and just do whatever we wanted, see see whatever came up if we just walked down this street. We didn't really have any specific mm-hmm. places that we were going to go in Colmar. Mm-hmm. Well, there were a couple. But for the most part, that leg of our trip was just us kind of walking around and doing whatever we felt like, right. which also was really fun. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I could ever do a trip completely, quote unquote, spontaneous like that. Right. Well, where, okay, what is your, like, mindset when you're in a spontaneous moment? Like, not when you're, not before when you're making the decision to do something spontaneous or, like, the very short possible pre-planning Mm-hmm. to do something spontaneous. When you're in that spontaneous moment, are you stressed? Because I feel like to do something spontaneous, you have to give up a bit of your control. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you definitely have to yeah. give up your control. So how do you feel in those moments? Because I know, Jess, I feel like you like to be in control of the situation that you're in. I think that once I'm in the situation, it's not so bad. Okay. But you're right, it is a very, it's, it, the, the moment up to that decision is very stressful, because I'm like, what's going to happen? Is it going to work out okay? Is right. something about this decision going to be dangerous? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I was talking to a guy this past weekend who does a lot of traveling for dance. Uh-huh. He told me that last year he was on, he went to 20 different Lindy exchanges, which are like weekends of social dancing that different cities will like put on so there's a lindy exchange in philly and dc and minneapolis and Asheville, north carolina like all these different places have lindy exchanges he went to 20 of them last year oh my gosh. and obviously some of that required planning but he was telling me how sometimes he because he 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 is from a different city mm-hmm. but he was here in this area this past weekend and it would have taken him a lot of time to just drive home that night so I was like are you staying here or are you just driving home and he was like I don't know I'm just going I'm, I'll figure it out <laughs> if I need to I'll just get a hotel or whatever and I was like man what a what an exciting life <laughs> <laughs> I said I don't know if I'd be able to do that and he said well I used to be a planner but then I, I met a guy who I don't know he said something about him being a pilot he's I'm, I met a guy who would just hop on a plane and go to Phoenix and I just realized it's it's not that big a deal like it doesn't matter right Wow, that's very inspiring. Yeah. Hmm. It's just, I don't know if I could ever be that person just because right. of my personality type. Yeah. But I think that it's important for us to strive to make those decisions sometimes or leave leave room for spontaneity. Mm-hmm. You know, it's fine to be a planner and an organizer, but just to be open to spontaneous decisions and not be so rigid that you can't get off your schedule, which sometimes I have to preach it myself for. Yeah. This is something, too, that I really just want to add, at least from my perspective. I think there's an element of faith that's involved in spontaneous Mm -hmm. decision-making. 
especially if it's an important decision or something that has a lot of weight to it and you might feel pressure that if you make this decision and it's the wrong one, then something could go bad. Mm -hmm. I think there's a big element of faith to get you through that and trust that whatever does happen, good or bad, that God's going to take care of you. Mm -hmm. And I actually use this example. I have a Bible study at the nursing home that I work at, and we were talking about faith uh, just last night, and I actually used the example of the the car and my friends putting the backpack over my head and just <laughs> taking me into the unknown and I had no idea where we were going and I used that analogy with our faith with God that a lot of times God will open the door to a car and say come on get in and here's not, your backpack here's your back- <laughs> I don't think you need a backpack over your head but <laughs> I think a lot of times God will open a door to a car and say, hop in, buckle up, here we go. Mm-hmm. And he won't tell you where you're going, but you just have to trust that he's the one driving and you're yeah. going to get there, wherever there might be. You might end up at Panera. <laughs> <laughs> or you might end up in Europe, or you might end up at an improv show. <laughs> right, or you men- might end up at a great new job that you never thought you'd be able to get, or you might end up in a relationship that you always dreamed of, or who knows? But being able to take those risks and just trust that whatever happens is for the best, and maybe if it's not, you'll learn a lesson. I think that's the art of spontaneity, is to Mm -hmm. just have faith and trust that whatever happens, you're going to be okay. Again, I just, I always think to myself, the worst that can happen is you die, and it's, it's okay to make decisions that it might be scary or it might be a risk and you just have to trust that at least for me I just trust that God is in control and that he'll take care of me no matter what happens and that's why I need to live a brave and fearless life and embrace the spontaneity in life endeavor to be spontaneous yes 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 I think I'm going to I'm going to just sneak in the other quotes that I wanted to mention at the <laughs> yes, top of that's this cheating no it's that <laughs> Not when they're good. Actually, I'll save this one for another time. But then there's one by Tina Fey. She said, say yes and you'll figure it out afterwards. Aw, that's great. That's really good. I need to write that somewhere where I'll see it. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, so here we go. Challenge time. <laughs> I feel like you can't say, this week you have to do something spontaneous. Okay, because that's planning to be spontaneous. Don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> Jess. Okay. Right. Okay. Go listen, ahead. Listen. Go ahead. Listen. I'll, All right. I'll here listen. we go. Here okay. we go. I'm shutting up. Please. <laughs> okay. Your challenge for this week to do something spontaneously kind for someone. Okay. That is my challenge. I don't want you to plan it as best you can. Don't plan it. Just if you see someone in need... Or if you sense that someone needs something from you, I want you to do something spontaneously nice and caring. This is a good challenge. Yes. And I pretty much guarantee that we will all run into this sometime this week if you pay attention. Mm-hmm. So that is my challenge. Be spontaneously kind in some way. It's going to be really embarrassing if I come back and have failed at this challenge. <laughs> well, I'm already afraid that I'm planning because I thought of something 
earlier, and I was like, that would be a great thing to do spontaneously kind, but I was like, <laughs> well, is this... Uh, I don't think it falls under the I, definition. I think it's defeating the purpose. <laughs> so we will partake in this challenge for this week, and I really hope that you all will join us because... What's better than being kind to others? Exactly. Do you want to spontaneously end the podcast with some guitar? Oh yeah! Wait, you didn't say you didn't say where you can talk to us. Oh, Ta- talk to us on Instagram. You can find us on Instagram at Endeavor Podcast or email us endeavorpodcast at gmail.com. I'll try to remember to check the email inbox because I kind of forget to do that sometimes, but it's there. Paige, you want to you want to spontaneously take us out of this with a guitar? solo. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>